Hello there guys, it's an Ask the Naturals with James Marshall time. Question from the guy. Hey there, the natural lifestyles. I've got a question about women testing men and about a task for men to relax women before, i.e. sex. That doesn't make any sense, but it does make sense when he gets to the question. Question one, why is it that women test men and not the opposite way or both ways? Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Well, firstly, I don't think that that's true. So he's saying that women test men, but men don't test women. Well, firstly, we do. We just tend to test on different criteria. Anytime you walk in a club, you are testing all of the potential females in there based upon their hip-to-waist ratio, their beauty, and the size of their breasts, and their hair color, or whatever specific thing that you're into. Men tend to screen or test primarily, initially, on looks. So that's their technical aesthetic beauty, and and then the way that they use their beauty through makeup and movement and, and all the other tricks that chicks use to make themselves look hot. So, yes, we do, we certainly do test women in that respect. And I, and every other good seducer that I know, test the fuck out of girls in many other ways to see if they are worthy of being dated. Because as you, that's one of the most important things, I think, about uh, learning seduction, is not trying to just hustle endless women into bed. That's not the end goal. The end goal is to be able to have choice, to be able to choose your partners, and therefore, when you are if you are actively choosing, then you need to be testing, right? And, and that's something that at first guys don't really think so much about often. They're just like, I just want to bang hotter girls. And okay, even if you, that's all you want, in order to be able to bang hotter girls or date hotter women, you do need to be able to start testing them. Because you are right that most of the time men don't test women around their character, their personality, their achievements, you know, whether they're a nice person or have a good heart, these kinds of things. Men don't often don't test women on those things. They just, if they are attractive enough in the guy's eyes, then the man accepts her. If she's hot enough to fuck or hotter than that, then the, the average man doesn't quiz her, doesn't probe, doesn't qualify. And also, very badly, puts up with shitty behavior and, and lack of investment, lack of engagement from the girl. So, the reason why this happens, that's the question that you're asking, why is it that women do test? And how do women test men? Many, many ways, right? So they ask them what do they do for a job. They screen them on the way that they dress. They test them to see if they can handle uh, being teased or being challenged, right? So often a a woman, if she wants to test a man, she will tease him. She will make a comment about his clothes. She will suggest that he doesn't know something that he said he did in order to see how he responds. That's the primary reason why women test men is because there are many men who are able to put on the veneer and appear to be confident and sexy and cool because they know how to do the look and the pose and say the things. But what happens is when you prod them a little bit, they fall apart and they get reactive and angry or apologetic or they uh, are forlorn or whatever. So it's very common for girls to test a man to see what he's actually like because she's had experiences where when she was 17, 18, going out to the clubs for the first time, she met some guys who on the surface looked like they were the shit and then she found out after fucking them or dating them for a bit that actually they were reactive little boys in the grown-ups' bodies and she realises that, oh, okay, just because it looks like a duck doesn't necessarily mean it is a duck. Just because he appears to be confident or puts on the show of confidence 
or being at ease with himself or cool doesn't mean he is. So women develop these mechanisms to start to test to see what the man's actually like. So the first thing you can take from this practically is to understand that if a woman is testing you, it's a good thing because it means that she's bothering to find out if you're worthy of passing her specific tests. Because if a woman's not interested in a man, she doesn't probe him and test him, unless she just happens to be, I don't know, like some really bratty, annoying person who just likes poking holes at people. You'll occasionally meet a man or a woman who's like that. But for the most part, if a woman's not interested, she won't ask questions. She won't challenge you. She won't like get you to justify yourself. She'll just cut it short as she can to get rid of you. So I always take it as a good sign. If a girl's testing me, it means to me, I'm like, excellent, cool. Mainly she's testing to see if I'm reactive. That's the main thing. Because a man who is reactive, and what I mean by reactive, for anyone who's not sure, is a person who, when a stimulus comes into their vicinity, someone says something to me or something happens that is unexpected or I don't have control over. And if I'm reactive, it means I, I lose my cool, right? So, It doesn't mean that I need to know exactly what I'm doing all the time and I need to have the right thing to say, but if something doesn't go my way, that's when a woman will see more or less what my character is like, right? So let's say we're sitting having our first coffee date, the waiter comes and knocks the coffee into my lap. If I go, fucking, oh, you fucking can't, (laughs) then she's going to probably not want to see me again. And she's going to have a fairly good indication of what I'm actually like because I'm sitting there being all cool and something happened that I didn't like and I flipped out about it. And of course, it won't necessarily be that extreme, but it can just be stuff like being very nasty and rude to a waiter. If, something, if there's something's not on the menu that you like, getting all huffy about it. You know, if the girl doesn't want to do exactly what you request, come and sit next to me or as Trump forcing someone to eat meatloaf or whatever, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't go my way and then I get aggressive or reactive or sullen. Those are, the, those are indications to the girl that, oh, okay, if I was to continue a relationship with this man, it's not going to be fun. I'm going to be tiptoeing around this man's reactive behaviours forever, right? So that's how she's going to screen me and go, all right, well, you flipped out about that or he was all he was all moody because, you know, I, he's, I said that I didn't like the movie that he liked or whatever it is. So keep that in mind. Women test to see what you like when things don't go your way. So take it as a great opportunity. Awesome. She's testing me. I can just show her that I'm okay with this thing, right? I don't have to be right all the time. I don't have to prove myself. I can burn the toast and she can go, oh, you left that, you know, you don't even know how to cook toast. If a girl says something like that to me, some girls will be a little bit bratty like that and I and I make a big deal out of that then she's gonna not want to see me again if I go yep failed the old toast 101 I guess we'll be having a uber toast cool I've passed that test right so that just shows her that okay he's cool I've I've met girls who belligerently keep prodding and testing I've met men probably more men actually who do that because often men belligerently test and prod at other men in order to maintain their dominance hierarchies, in, in order to try and exert control, right? Which is why when you see Trump do that absurd fucking handshake on every single dignitary, it just says every time, it says this man is not confident. This man has so much to prove. This man has so much to lose because he feels like he needs to physically overpower someone with his weird handshake every time. It's a very reactive movement before there's anything to even react to. It, to me, that demonstrates powerlessness not powerfulness, right? Because you see someone who's confident 
when he shakes another man's hand, he doesn't need to prove that he's got a stronger grip. Like, what are we? Is, is this? Are we in the caveman days of like, oh, the strongest grip wins? No, it's just like, okay, he just goes, yep, okay, I'll do a firm handshake. You do a firm handshake, fine, right? So any of these like extra aggressive or interrogatory kind of techniques that some people do, mostly men to other men, to me is a sign of like, I don't want that person in my life. So if a girl does that kind of thing multiple times and I see she's simply testing just to constantly have me on my toes, okay, I'm not interested. But if a girl is like checking to see how I respond to stuff early on, totally fine. Why should she not? Why should she not see what kind of person I actually am when the, when the masks drop? So that's the why, right? That's the why that women test. And it also relates to the fact that she can, right? Because if she's an attractive female, she has way more options than you. That's the fact, right? Like you put a girl next to me who is as attractive in the female version as me, because I'm pretty good looking. She will have, she can fuck every man in this city pretty much. And I can, you know, I can get a date in an hour for sure, but she's going to kick my ass if she wants to do the numbers. So women have beautiful women who have, who have some kind of economic stability behind them tend to have a high level of entitlement to men. Is that fair? No, it's just whatever. It's just like men want to fuck the women from 18 to 25 who are hot and not and every man who's single and straight wants to have sex with them and the many who are not single. Uh, so therefore she has infinitely more male attention, whether it's quality attention or whatever you can debate, but she has infinitely more attention than you can command. So therefore she is able to be more picky in the initial stages, especially in, in, in terms of choosing a person to go on a date with or have sex with, she has way more choice. She may not have, you know, amazing choice on a very stable or awesome partner that she can have a relationship with. That's a, that's the issue that women often face, but she can, she can get laid right now if she wants. So and, and I've, st- I mean, I've started to see that in my life. My level of entitlement has risen over the years because my skill and my abundance has risen. Right? I won't put up with a boring girl anymore. I won't put up with shitty behavior from a girl. I will set very, very clear boundaries. I will test girls very, every interaction. If you look at every infield video that I've ever put out, there is some level and often a very strong level of me qualifying the girl, right? applying pressure on it. Explain that to me. Tell me more about that. What's that? Okay, all girls like shopping. What do you really like to do? Is that it? Would you like to know something about me? Do you want to have, should we, should we chat a little bit more? Yeah, that topic's not so great. Why don't you ask me something different? I do that stuff consistently with the girls that I meet. It's not just a trick. It's not just a seduction trick. It's, it literally relates to my standards. If I'm going to date a girl, even if I'm just going to have a short fling with her, she has to have some curiosity. She has to have a personality. She has to inv- invest. She has to be sensual and sexual. She has to be able to vibe and flirt with me. Otherwise, uh, I mean, I don't have to, because the reality is I don't need to settle for a girl that doesn't have those things because I have a higher level of entitlement and choice than the average man because I've worked my ass off to, to develop that. And I'm, and, I, and I'm at my peak of, of sexual marketplace value because of all these factors that I've been working on to make this time kick ass. So... The, I mean, the answer to your question is men do test women. The thing is just the guy, number 2256, you're not testing women. And you need to ask yourself, why is that? Is that because you're not sure what you want out of a woman? You don't really have standards? And that's common. Many guys, their standard is attractive. That's it. <laughs> They're like, hot girl, hotter than my last girlfriend. That's their standard. And if that's all you've got, that's all you expect from a woman, then why would she, why would she give you any more than that? Why would she want to win your affection? Why would she want to qualify herself to you if you don't have any standards, aside from 
just the basics of her aesthetics. So the first step is start getting clear about what is it that you want out of women? What is it that are the deal breakers? I had an experience last week in Australia. I was seeing this girl casually and uh, we were standing in my lounge room and she's a brat. She's, she's a brat that likes to test people all the time and I had passed her tests many times and I knew that she was simply a bratty girl that likes getting a rise out of guys and I was putting up with it because she was hot and good in bed and I was able to, to ride it and she, you know, she had some other good qualities but she was an annoying little twit and she reached out, grabbed my nipple and squeezed it and fucking wrenched it and I went fuck off and then she did it again and in that moment I just, I was, I mean it made me angry, that's one, the physical things that make me angry is being bit on the face and pinched on the nipple, ladies take note and I just went alright if you do that ever again, get out of my house and don't ever come back. I don't want to see you again. Right? So I, didn't, I, was, I certainly felt the anger of wanting to flip out. And I went, all right, set clear boundary. And she's like, wow, you're being pretty touchy about your nipples. And I said, it's nothing to do with my, the thing that you did. It's that if I can't tell you when there's something that I really don't like and then you're going to continue to do it, how can I respect myself or you? This is going to be fucked. So I'm serious about that. And... Even though you could see her wanting to, you could see her wanting desperately to go and, oh, she wanted to do it again, she didn't do it again. Right? Because I made it very clear, no, that, is, that was my particular boundary where after that, we are, we are not going to see each other again. What does that say to her? She's a very attractive woman. She's, in, she's the like, top 1-2% of like, attractive girls of her age in that city that she lives in. Uh, she has infinite amount of attention from men. She loves getting the attention she's a big instagram hit and you know she's got constant feedback from men that oh you're hot i want you you're hot i want you and i'm the one guy that goes none of that that's my boundary don't don't step over that again right and so of course even though she i mean she could have reacted by going fuck you i'll do what i want in which case i would have said get out and that would have been it i literally would have you need to be willing to walk and kick girls out of your life if they're going to be shits but she didn't because she something inside her just went, oh, that man has self-respect. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not be my bratty self usually and I'm going to behave around him. Right? So I've said this phrase many times before, people treat you how you train them to treat you. Right? So if you allow shitty behavior, if you don't show that you have standards, if you don't qualify girls, then they will treat you with disrespect. Right? They will, or they will just, and it's not even that they're actively, maliciously trying to hurt you. It's just that if people put up with certain things, then people just don't even notice that they don't have a boundary and they just lean into them. Right? Because people are bumping into each other's boundaries all the time. And uh, those who, who are really reactive and go, that's my boundary. Don't ever touch, you know, move my um, towel from that side of the rack to that side of the rack. Okay, that's way too reactive. And that's, that's not a boundary that we should be rigidly attached to, uh, whether someone used your spoon or something like that. But certain deal breakers about your physical, <laughs> you know, your physical uh, barriers of pain and being treated nicely and not being insulted in public and all those kinds of things that you would expect that you would not do to anyone else if you have a code where you're like, all right, I treat people with respect, I expect it in exchange, then people operate with that. They, they operate within those parameters. Or they don't and they fuck off. Good. Right? That's how I've cleared people out of my life as I've navigated through and gotten better with my boundaries and better with my testing of men and women and I've been very clear about, I give clear eye contact when I meet someone. I shake their hand. I listen to people. I respect their opinions, even if I disagree with them. You know, I am generous. I have different aspects of myself that I'm happy with and that relate to the way that I relate to people. And I will not accept anything less than that from the people I deal with. 
clients. I have fired clients. I've kicked clients off, off workshops and refunded their money because they've been fuckwits, because they've been rude, uh, because they've been disrespectful in, in a really shitty way to women, right? Because I am not willing to compromise my personal ethics and my core you know, operating mission statement just to make someone, just to be, have someone on side or just to get laid, right? So all of this I hope, is just to help you to get some perspective on this idea because the question came from this guy from a position where you haven't thought enough about what, you, your, what the qualities are, what you want from women. You need to have standards. And of course, you do need to be realistic. Like when I first started out cold approaching, I couldn't have the standard where like I only date PhD models who are parkour masters and have a deep understanding of existential French literature. Right? I, can't, I can't expect to have some perfect goddess woman in my life if I'm not an equivalent of that. Right? So the process of developing yourself as a man, and I, and I hear you know, guys saying, oh, well, that's not fair. Women don't have to develop themselves as a woman. They just are hot, and if they're hot, then they get all this stuff for free. Yeah, that's true. They don't necessarily have to develop themselves in order to get male attention, but they do need to develop themselves if they want to maintain and keep the attention of a high-quality man. Absolutely. I've been with my girlfriend now for five-ish years. She is very beautiful, but she has way more to offer than just her beauty. She's a person who has curiosity, who is interested in life, who has different skills, who is engaging, who is sexy, who is fun. And she's aware, or both of us are aware, that we, we need to maintain that with each other in order to maintain attraction and respect between each other. To keep each other in, in each other's lives, we can't rely on, she can't just rely on being a hot young girl, right? Because I can get hot young girls. That's not so difficult for me. It is difficult for me to find a hot young girl who is also all those things that she is. And that's why she, you know, that's why I've stayed with her for this long, because she's awesome. So... Yeah, and, and this, you know, girls see the repercussions of this over years. I've, I've watched multiple generations of young hot girls through my life and seen what happens as friends and lovers and girls, girlfriends of friends and all that. I've seen what happens to the girls that do nothing to develop themselves other than their beauty. They tend to burn out because at some point their beauty becomes less and the type of men that they, they attract are the type of men that are only interested in her, in her beauty and therefore they don't probably value her so much as a human being. And so they can end up in shitty relationships that end up in, in abuse or just being lonely and not having a great run of it once they're not the young, hot club chick anymore. Whereas many women I know who are of my generation who are now in their late 30s who were young, hot chicks at some point and now are mums and women who've grown up, they have a lot to offer in many other areas and so they have been able to hold the attraction of awesome, interesting men. So it, it does you know, even out over time. Yeah, okay, in the cosmic scheme of sexual karma, okay, things kind of do balance out anyway, but don't, there's no point being angry at young hot girls for ex- expecting to get stuff for free and heaps of attention because they're young and hot. It's your fault. You're the one that likes their photos. Don't like hot chicks' photos on Instagram. I have never, ever liked a hot girl's photo on Instagram. Not once, right? I've, the only photos of girls I ever like are of my female friends that I don't have sex with. You're the ones who are feeding them constant, cheap attention for nothing. So what do you expect? They're like, cool, I get all this stuff for free because I'm young and hot. And then some guy's like, well, that's not fair that you get all this, you know, you should, you should something. She's like, what are you talking about? I just got like $10,000, put a photo on Instagram of me with something, you know, <laughs> all that shit. Okay, whatever, too bad. That's just the way it is. If you were young and 
if you're a 21 year old hot blonde chick with big, big tits, you'd do it too. In the long run, I think it's still better to be a man. You've got way more time to figure shit out. And yes, you do need to develop more something other than your looks because yes, women don't test and screen just on looks, right? So on one hand, okay, that means that you don't just get handed shit on a plate. But the other thing, on the positive side, it means that you can change your position. If a girl is ugly and fat, she's going to have a shit life. It's going to be very, very difficult for her to, you know, get great relationships in her life because men are so militantly brutal about looks. If you're a, you know, whatever, I've taught every dude, you know, short, fat, funny looking, whatever, you can change. You can develop character. You can become someone that is sexy. You can, you can command the attention of a room. You can develop your charisma. All those things can be done. And so it's best to look at it like, okay, cool. Men and women have different advantages and disadvantages. And if I want to level the playing field against the young hot girl, then I'm going to need to have some standards and I'm going to need to start testing girls, uh, not in a belligerent way, but just in a way of like, okay, what do you got there? Tell me some more about that. Okay, do you want to do something spontaneous and fun? Aside from being pretty, what's your thing? You know, these qualifying questions, they're just examples of things I might say in an initial conversation, but it's, it's the attitude behind it, which I then carry through the relationship, which matters. If I have a relationship with a woman, I expect her to continue to give, to continue to contribute, to continue to be great in bed, you know, to all those things that I am offering her, because otherwise, why would I bother sticking around when I don't have to, all right? So, I believe that has answered that question. I think there was a little bit more to a second part of it. Okay, question two. If men should relax women before sex, then should women also try to relax men before sex? He's definitely going for the equal, equal in every respect. Well, yeah, of course. It's like, it's not about should a man relax a woman in bed and should a woman relax a man in bed. It's that what makes good sex in this situation is both people being relaxed and excited, not too relaxed, but that that the woman, like a woman who's great in bed, and this is another thing that I now screen on. I've had sex with very, very beautiful models who are crap in bed and I don't see them again. Whereas, mo- whereas other guys would have just put up with that for a, possibly a lifetime because at least they've got a model in their bed. A woman in my life needs to be sensual. She needs to be in touch with her body. She needs to enjoy her, her own pleasure and she also needs to enjoy giving pleasure because that's what makes great sex, right? So yes, a woman who is beautiful and crap in bed is not worth sticking around any more than a beautiful man who's crap in bed is worth seeing again for a girl. If, and, it's, and it's not should, it's like, what does, she, what does she get out of it? It's like the woman that is selfish in all respects doesn't actually get as much as the woman that is able to be, yes, selfish and also giving. Same, same, same goes for men. If you're able to give a woman amazing pleasure and take what you want from her, then that's a, that's a dynamic and awesome kind of uh, relationship. If you're a man that just is selfish in bed too, you just, you just take, just, you know, ramming girls' heads on your dick and falling asleep... Like, that's only one aspect of, of the masculine sexuality that she's going to respond to, and so she's not going to want to see you for very long, unless she's a total masochist and that's her thing. In which case, cool. So, forget about should women, the, like, life is not fair. It's not about trying to balance every aspect of the sexes. Both sexes have disadvantages and advantages. You need to recognise that as a gener- generic male, like, you're just a guy... Yeah, you are just, you can, you can blend into the crowd and you can be nobody for your entire fucking life. It's, it is true in some sense that men have no inherent sexual value, right? It's like that there is, there is in, for a woman, if she's looking around, she's like, well, I, can, I could literally probably fuck 80% of the men in this city, 
that are not married and not willing to cheat on their partners. Like, if I'm attractive enough, I could do that. So therefore, the value of dicks is low. You know, I've read some feminist blog says, you know, dick is low value and high and available. It's like, yeah, she can get dicks. So you need to be aware of that. Yeah, okay, you're not going to get chosen just because you're male. And yes, women who are attractive will get chosen just because they are attractive females. Chosen to have sex with them, which is worth whatever it's worth to her. But if you want to be able to elevate yourself above the blizzard of average dudes out there, then yes, you are going to need to develop yourself. And it's, don't think about it like, oh, fuck, I have to put all this work in to develop myself, all this self-development nonsense so that I can finally get a hot chick. It's good developing yourself. You feel better about yourself. You like yourself more. You get to explore more. You do more. Life is way better when you develop yourself than when you stay static and unchanging. So do it for you. And yes, it will also help you get girls. And life ain't fair. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.